Welcome to the Wealthy and Healthy podcast, hosted by me, Beck Hibbard. This is the podcast where I share all of the juice around my story and how I went from being a broke and bankrupt single mom who had lost it all to rebuild my life in a few short years, creating a global six-figure business all while remaining in my feminine flow and living a life of freedom. Now, in these episodes of this podcast, I will be teaching you how to build the life of your dreams whilst becoming the wealthiest and healthiest version of yourself. Now, let's get into today's episode. We've got some cold tea in wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rugenics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And we've got some watermelon. Oh. It's just a herb of tea. And we've got snacks. So that's what we're doing. And we thought that today we would jump on. We all work for ourselves. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we're doing a fun job. You need to upload this on YouTube too. Just so everyone can see the behind the scenes. Chaos, honestly. It's been the last 24 hours. Yeah, come together. So it's very on brand, very authentic. But we work for ourselves. And essentially, why don't you tell the audience what you do, Deja, and then start telling what they do if they haven't, you know, heard from you guys before? Absolutely. So, hello, everyone. I'm Deja. You haven't been on the if you watch, not watch, if you listen yeah. to from a couple episodes back, the episodes back, mm-hmm. I was a guest speaker on the podcast here talking about branding. Um, so that yeah. was a really, really cool episode. Go back to that episode. Yeah. Really good episode yeah. all about branding, especially if you're a business owner. Um, I'm essentially a branding specialist and also a graphic designer. So I really help businesses to discover their own brands using color psychology. I do it really intuitively as well. Um, and yeah, so I work in that space. And also too, I am very much uh, a health advocate and wellness advocate too. So I have my personal brand too, that's all on health and well-being and fitness and things like that too. Oh, love. Saxony, you're up. I am a transformation coach. You guys would have heard my episode all about confidence. I am the confidence queen in the business. So I help people really coming back into themselves, discovering who they are, who they want to be and letting go of self-doubt and shame. So that's all that I get to do. Hell yes. Love, 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 love. So we thought we would come together and talk about the last month that was um, because because we've all individually had some pretty huge breakthroughs in our lives that have come out in our business as well. And so we thought, you know what, we're just going to jump on an episode. It's going to be fully off the chain, nothing yeah. scripted, unedited. Unedited. <laughs> it's literally going to be like as if you guys were in the money house with us. It's what yes. we call the money house. Yeah. Uh, these guys all live together. So it's just organized chaos at this point. It really is. It's it really great. is. But organized. we all host. The mum of the group. Quickly before we really dive in, yeah. we share like how we all met or like okay. how we have developed our connection and friendship yeah. as of late. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the mushroom chat? No. <laughs> the girls' group chat. The girls' group chat. Well, the mushroom chat. We won't say why, of course. But anyway, uh, how, okay, so I met you at our at a network marketing professional uh, conference yep. in Vegas mm-hmm. in 2018. Yes, 
Yes, and we that's the first time we kind of really met and connected. Yes, but um, we never actually became friends until what, 2020? Until yeah, the pandemic. until I moved to the Gold Coast and then yeah. we started to catch up more. That's when you were still living in your old... My little two-bedder. Yeah, my little two-bedder apartment and the desk was in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we were both very, very different people. Oh, so it's been really cool to like watch you evolve and grow and also like you've inspired me too to transform and grow and like get uncomfortable and up level. I love this. And then Zach came into the picture too, sexy Zach. Surprise. <laughs> the greatest of all. Yeah, so I was a part of your downline in network marketing there mm -hmm. and then I moved to the Gold Coast and got to meet you both in person because mm -hmm. I was over in Perth before yeah. on my little lonesome over in my isolated state. <laughs> and you and me were in the same coaching container. Yeah. Level limits. Yeah. So that's how we kind of also connected. Yeah, through. exactly. Mm -hmm. And so we all sort of just were circling in each other's worlds for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then really last year, mm -hmm. it just sort of all happened at once. It was like slowly yeah. over time each person individually had created friendships with each other yeah. and then we realized that actually we all do the exact same thing so mm -hmm. let's all just do it together mm -hmm. rather than individually with each person like repeating the same thing so then we all just started hanging out together and then mm -hmm. the mushroom yeah. chat was created and then we've just formed incredible bonds since then yeah and it just keeps getting better and better and better I'll talk about it in a minute. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this episode. I'm sure everyone's like, what the hell? Get to the point. Get to the point. Yeah. What is this about? Do you even know me if you know I like backstories? <laughs> All the details. Right. We're and I straight to the point. Like, yeah. easy. Like, we don't care about the fluff. Saxony is like two hours to tell on the story. Like, she will give you everything. And you guys will be on the out. edge of your seat for that whole two hours. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 Do tell really Yeah. Thank you. So, who wants to start first? Honestly. Let's do you, Daisy, because you actually had a really, like, that was your your month. So start yeah, with you. Very true. Um, so I've been in business essentially for about like five years mm -hmm. in the network marketing space. And also recently, the start of last year, actually, that's when I decided to start up my design business called The Divine Design. And that was a big leap, very scary leap as well, because I had all these doubts come up of like, well, I'm not like, actually, I don't have any a university degree in graphic design you know I don't know enough or I'm not qualified enough and I was talking to my coach at the time and she was just like you need to just do it like you need to just do it like there's already people she was like I require your service like I would literally like pay you to get my branding done and so that kind of really helped to like get things off the ground and also just build the almost like get rid of those doubts because I feel like as a society you're always told that to you it's like well you can't do earn money from this until you have this certain degree mm. which yes in some cases if you are studying to be a doctor yes you have mm. to go to university but with certain things it's like well why why are you waiting like why are you waiting for a piece of paper to tell you that you're ready to start it so started that last year and it actually grew quite fast and there was so many people that were just coming to me after I started just opening up and sharing that I was doing this. And then so many people were just coming to me, word of mouth, like, and I was like, whoa, okay, there's way more people that actually want this and need this and also want my service in particular. Mm. So, 
yeah, it's been a really cool journey since then. But I have essentially been going for 10K months for about, I'd say, six months. <laughs> about that and every single time I like set the goal set the intention okay 10k months and then I literally was like just wouldn't hit it and I just kept being like wouldn't hit it and then I'd hit like a really like higher month and then it'd go back down like the next month so last month I hit it (laughs) so Big yes. but the thing is, it's not even about like the 10k that's what I've realized mm-hmm. it's not yeah. even about the 10k it's about like take him to church sis oh, <laughs> literally so oh. I for a long time I put the 10k on a pedestal and that's definitely why I wasn't hitting it part of it I was putting this 10k mm-hmm. month on a pedestal and I made it bigger than me so then I would never really be able to attain it like and last month was like pretty much the first month that I fully just detached from it and I was like cool I'm just gonna like keep showing up every single day of like okay like what how do I need to show up today who do I need to connect with do I need to jump on more like consultation calls like because constantly every single day what do I need to do what do I need to do what do I need to do rather than just focusing on like it's like the law of the universe of like the when you focus on the the law of supply and demand so when you focus on the supply and you're constantly focused on the supply which that could be an income goal or money then the demand drops but if you focus on the demand so the demand is like okay cool how many packages do I need to sell like how many um, people do I need to get started like those sort of things focusing on the service that you're providing and yeah not so much the how what you're going to get there but like how you can add value as service Mm -hmm. then the supply has to just follow. Mm. So it's very interesting to just like watching the month unfold. And I, I've also been tracking my income over like the last 12 months, I'd say. I've been tracking it religiously, like checking in. Also too, like tracking my outgoings, ingoings, like all of it and looking at my money and not avoiding it. Um, and yeah, I, I guess like I, I want you guys to ask me questions because I'm like, I'm okay. still like, processing of like okay how did I actually do this (laughs) okay well okay and the thing is true you hit 10k and I know that you've only tracked your business income Mm. and I've told Deja that she needs (laughs) to actually look at all of the money (laughs) and that's come in because honestly if you look at all the money you've probably had like a 12 13,000 dollar month yeah so you've surpassed that what okay when you hit 10k what was your initial reaction the moment you hit it and you realized Okay, so when I knew it was actually going to happen, mm-hmm. it had, the money hadn't hadn't officially dropped in. I had I was about like at nine k or something mm-hmm. like that, um, and the rest of the money hadn't dropped in yet into my bank account. But I had a little bit of a freak out of like, okay, but what if that person doesn't pay? What if that person backs out? Mm-hmm. Like I just full just started to go in a little bit of a spiral, and I was like, no, I just took myself out of it. Like just trust, it's going to happen. And yeah. just focus on what you can control, which is like just checking, like following up with people, not in a way that's like. All right, come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, not scarcity. No, it's like yeah. in a way, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you to like get started with branding. Um, let's get let's get everything started, so then we can actually start the process. Mm-hmm. Um, for you. So yeah, I had a little bit of like a freak out of like, what if it doesn't happen? And then I almost celebrated too early. Mm-hmm. So I did. I celebrated when I was officially no, like I knew it was going to hit mm-hmm. it. 
because everyone was ready to go and pay the invoice and all of that. Um, and I was like, oh, what if I've just celebrated too soon? And then I feel like a fraud if I've told everyone if it's 10K month, but that hasn't actually been a 10K month. Um, and, but yet when I actually hit it, it was almost like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That was actually a lot easier than I expected. And I was like, yay, this is so exciting. And I celebrated, but also like, I kind of expected there to be fireworks or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Someone to knock up, yeah. rock up my door and be like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your prize. Prize. <laughs> yeah. So because I had it on that pedestal for so long. Mm. So it was just interesting being like, okay, well, nothing's really changed, but also everything has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that, does that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yes it's just, um, yeah who did you think that you had to become in order to get to the 10k was there a different iteration that you seen within yourself that had to kind of come out in order to hit that milestone 100 percent. and I feel like this started actually a while ago mm-hmm. kind of started when I originally started my design business I, boundaries was a big one mm-hmm. like upholding my own boundaries because when you uphold your own boundaries around certain things especially when it comes to owning your worth like mm. around getting paid for something mm. or what you're doing boundaries around that like saying no more because I was very much like a yes person and now I'm like okay cool well if I say yes to this one thing that means I'm saying no to this so I was actually like forming a better relationship with the word no mm-hmm. <laughs> we that, love no yes yeah so I also yeah the boundaries piece was very big in that too and also just decking more into my own power and also just owning more of me mm-hmm. like all of me and being able to show that really authentically with my audience as well and accepting more of myself if that makes sense and also too like actually allowing like drop-ins to come in I've been definitely someone who has always had this belief that I'm not innovative I'm not like I don't think of new ideas and things like that mm-hmm. like so I had this, it was weird that that came up too. And then I had this realisation, I'm like, wait, no, I actually am innovative because the quality that I look in other people who have really great ideas, I like really like, I'm like, wow, like they're incredible. Mm-hmm. And what you really love within someone else is because you actually have that within yourself because you, your conscious, subconscious wouldn't be able to recognise it if it wasn't already within yourself as well. Mm-hmm your internal world create your external environment yeah it's like if you're noticing something externally outside of you it's because internally it's within yeah yeah I also yeah definitely raise my energy a lot and my excitement like my energy and excitement for what I do has just like increased massively Mm -hmm. last year and also I last year middle of last year I lost my drive for pretty much everything I didn't know what I was going for I didn't know what so literally yeah. like, like I didn't feel like it was just sort of like a theme for a lot of people yeah. I was like I don't even know why the hell I'm doing what I'm doing with everything in my life like what's the point like where am I actually going I felt like nothing I didn't have clarity mm. and then this year I got I actually was like no I'm going to decide what I want and get clarity on what I want I literally got my puppy. I feel like she was also a big driver too. So I'm like, oh, I'm now a parent to a third baby. So I need to survive for this baby. I got to put driving on the table. <laughs> and now I feel like I understand that element as well of being like, 
a mom, a single mom, like, yeah, it's also a responsibility piece. Yes. Like if you, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yeah. So it's like, if you're now responsible for somebody else or mm-hmm. for something else, like a dog, you're going to be like, Oh, I have responsibilities in my business. Oh, I have responsibilities to myself and my health. Oh, I have responsibilities for this. Like yeah. it flows across all of the different areas of your life. Yeah. And you know what? I've actually realized too, because I used to have such a thing of like, I don't want too much responsibility. Like I don't want to be responsible for too much things. Otherwise, what if I fuck up? What if I, you know, don't live Mm. up to those responsibilities? Yeah. And how are you falling in more fine if you're saying I'm not responsible for them all? I I cannot handle all of the tasks. Yes. And that was another piece too. Like the responsibility piece, I definitely feel like is when you actually have more responsibility in your life, I feel like that can sometimes also increase your self-worth. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it's like almost like giving you more purpose and more like, all right, drive to actually, I need to show up. Like mm-hmm. I have to show up. And that's another side it's, of it too. Like with what you just said around like the responsibility of like, if you're saying to yourself that I can't be responsible for this many clients or whatever, like you're actually blocking yourself from receiving them. I think that's definitely what, I opened myself up to I became more organized with and also to be more consistent and quicker with like handing back designs to clients so then I showed the universe okay she's ready for more yeah she's ready to receive more clients yeah because it'll only give you what you can ever have yeah yeah and it goes the other way too in regards to like if you're telling yourself constantly that like actually I'm not good enough to handle this actually I'm not like you'll continue to do actions that will perpetrate that belief like you'll keep running that same pattern in your mind every single time so it's like until you actually detach from that pattern and be like actually no I am consistent actually no I can be good enough and when you're given the responsibility outside of something that you're constantly proving yourself wrong Mm. in it's now like oh actually now that I'm responsible for a dog and I can do the task for the dog every single day, your brain's now going, oh, I am good enough. Yeah. Oh, actually, I did do all the tasks. And so now it's like, oh, so we can do the task for the dog. Great. So we can do the task at the gym. Great. So we can do the task at home. Great. So we can do the task in business. It's yeah. like you're actually changing by changing the state and changing the behavior, the pattern that you're running in your mind. Yeah, 100%. I think too, like doing like actually, diving deep into my own personal development like the amount of money I've, pay, I've spent on personal development over the years and sometimes I feel like that can have a lag effect so the 30 plus k I spent on personal yeah. development is like catching really up. paying up catching up and paying yeah. up now yeah <laughs> but that's the same thing of like you only can listen to something when you're ready to hear it yeah, yeah. so it's like if you're not ready to listen to the self-development it won't sit but then all of a sudden you're sitting outside and you get a drop in and you think oh I heard that four years ago yeah but it didn't relate to me then because I didn't understand except now I get it completely because I'm ready to receive it yeah yeah when the student is ready the teacher appears yeah exactly exactly and you just learned the teaching previously but now you're ready to listen to them yeah, and even just as well, like, embody it too. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you can be told, like, yeah, you're good enough. Like, yeah, you're amazing. Like, you're amazing and have these skills, like, which I was being told so much when I first was pondering over whether to start, like, doing design and graphic design, like, and branding. Like, I had people be like, you're amazing at what you do. And I had to get that constant, like, reminder outside mm-hmm. of me, me to now being able to embody that and actually feel that within myself and not need the external 
reminders. Yeah. But you can also create external reminders through multiple visits of the same thing. Like, for example, last night we were all sitting around and we literally were around the table at dinner and we were like, okay, we'll each say one thing we love about each other. And every single person wrote down what we loved or they recorded (laughs) it or something. It's like, okay, so now in the days where... I feel like oh, I'm I'm searching for that external thing. We already have the answers. We don't need to seek a new thing. We actually already have it. So how can you keep reminding yourself of the externals that you've already received so it creates more internal? Mm-hmm. Yes, because the external will just reflect your internal as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. you already know it's within you. Like even when we were going around the circle, everything that each person said, I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah because I know that they're my best qualities I know that that's what people love about me because that's what I love most about myself it's yeah. literally perception is projection like what I perceive myself as is what I project out to the world yeah. which is why you guys love those parts about me yeah because it's what I love too yeah 100%. it all yeah. makes sense do you have any final thoughts or advice for the person that has been trying to hit 10k a month and they feel like it's close but yet it's so far mm. get the 10k off the pedestal yeah kick <laughs> it off, it off. <laughs> it's literally just a number like mm. it literally is just a number yeah. and when you focus on like the actual output and like the output of like what you're going to do to up level yourself like your energy your mm. identity like what needs to shift there and like it literally it's all up to you like you're the creator of your reality so it's not something that's going to come externally Mm. to you it's like once you are internally ready that's when it will come to you and also to just hold the vision like trust surrender to it have faith and just literally focus on like I literally like listen to you guys of like okay cool how can I show up today even like mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. how can I become one percent one percent than I was yesterday yeah and how would the universe like how would you have me show up today in order to get this like end result and the thing about that is like so many people get caught up in it has to be an action sometimes mm-hmm. it's not an action no. sometimes it's just being like Sometimes it will literally be like, okay, you really should like promote more stories. Sometimes it'll be create a new offer. Sometimes it'll be like really action-based things. And then other times it's like, actually, you need to slow down. Yeah. Like you actually seriously need to slow down. And you're like, what do you mean I need to slow down? Because I've got this to do and this to do and this to do. And it doesn't make sense to slow down because like, if I slow down, then I'm not going to get anything done. But it's like, if you're getting everything done in that attitude and that behavior, like, it's all going to be chaotic and that's when all of a sudden you start to do everything and it all goes wrong and then it's like is lack and it's not coming from a place of integrity yeah it's the same with like when you're really frustrated and then like the hook of like your pants gets caught on a door and you're like like and it's like your whole world blows up but it's like it's kind of just been slower instead of running around frantically in this annoyed energy you probably wouldn't have got caught because you would have been paying more attention you know what and that's like when I've started listening more like I literally had one of my friends birthday uh like recently not last month but a month before I think and it was literally about before she was going to move out and it was like her birthday and I was like I really need to just get like my work done and I'm I'm going for this goal like I need to just sit here and work like the whole time and I had like my intuition was like no you need to like go and spend time like outside of the house like I literally had a call booked in that day too. And it was literally just like, just do it from cafe. Like it's fine. Mm-hmm. I went out, had really good food, had a really good time, like raised my energy. And I literally 
consult someone on that call like and paid it full so I feel like if I was just here and like didn't listen to that they might have not actually fought that same day yeah Yeah. your energy like big big part energy and certainty that's another thing especially when I have been on like consultation calls and felt like got sold someone on that call and selling is not bad like selling is literally you're like you're giving a service do you know what pisses me off about selling the fact that everyone's like no I don't want to be salesy I've never been salesy in my life like that's so it like it makes me feel gross that I could never sell to people okay so when you were six years old and you were at the grocery store with your mom and you wanted that bar of chocolate and she was saying no to you you're telling me that you just went okay yeah (laughs) like you are it's literally innately in us to like negotiate with someone to provide like to get stuff like that it's literally in our nature yeah you cannot sit there and say no I've never been a salesperson I don't like sales when you were young you would do anything mom I'll clean the entire house I'll literally I'll do my bedroom every single day this week I'll make sure that my bed is made every day I will literally pay you back next week like you would you would literally do anything for that bar of chocolate at that point in your life yeah so what's the difference between that energy and you literally selling your soul like if you were like me I love chocolate I would have literally sold my soul to my mom for a bar of chocolate (laughs) at six years old and any guy listening to this is like, oh my goodness, I'm chocolate. <laughs> in your hands. It's all I need. But that's the thing. It's like, how do you go from that energy to then through the systems and how we get taught in school and mm. all of that, we create all of these judgments over sales. And it's really just innately inside of us anyway. 100%. Like drop the bullshit. It's just a sale. It's a literally negotiation of a service that is going to help somebody's life be better. Yeah. Like whether it's a cleaning service, whether it's a coaching service, whether it's a service of like you are helping someone buy a toothbrush. Like it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. What you're selling is going to give that person more benefit. So that's all it is. It's an exchange. Yeah, and I think when people have a equally selling or they don't feel like they can sell or they feel like yuck if they're trying to sell someone, it's probably because you literally don't even have the right like intention or mm. you are selling from a place of lack and uncertainty mm. that you're just like... If you had you know, full belief in your product and you had full belief in yourself, you would have certainty on every single call. Yeah. There is no way that you wouldn't go onto a call thinking my product is going to help this person's life. If you don't get on every single sales call, if you don't contact every single customer, if you don't have that certainty of my product is the best product and it will change a person's life, whether it's a product or a service, then don't do that or change your belief around not being good enough. Because yeah. that was a massive one for me in the past too. It wasn't yeah. that I didn't think it could change someone's life. It was that I was worried that I wasn't good enough to provide the service that would change their life. Well, I knew what it was. See what you needed, like whether it's money or yeah. client or something that you didn't feel worthy enough to receive. Yeah. So you do clients for free and you do like stupid things that you would literally never do now. Because you're like, oh, I don't feel like I'm good enough to charge people yet. Yeah. And that's literally what I used to do. Like I used to create content for people just for free. 
yeah I create logos and stuff like that and just create it all for free and then I would wonder why I felt so frustrated but it was because I was people pleasing in the fact that I was literally just like giving all of this away for free because of this thing with selling yeah and not only that too it's the what are you telling yourself when you're giving your service for free if you're telling if like it's like I was saying before it's further perpetuating the pattern that you're already having if you are running a pattern that I'm not good enough to do it so everyone's taking you for granted and you're doing all of this stuff for free you're further telling yourself I'm not good enough to do it yeah like it's literally telling your body I'm not good enough to receive the money to do this every single time you do it for free and that's not to say that free content or free advice or free other things isn't warranted as a coach. Like it's important to give people value and it's important to share parts of yourself with people and parts of your um, knowledge with people so that they get value to create authority. Mm. However, there comes a line or there comes a boundary where it's like, actually, if you want that service from me, you have to pay me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a big piece too that I created so much certainty within myself, my services, what I offer, the amount I was charging, like I am charging with my packages and prices and things like that too, that when I was on a call, on a consultation call, on a sales call, like they literally, no one like questioned me. No. I don't, I don't have any like, oh, that sounds too expensive or I don't have any of that. Like I have clients being like, okay, cool, that might be a bit of a stretch for me now, but I'm going to make it happen. Like I'm going to somehow make it happen. Like, yeah, because I have so much certainty on how I can help them. I know that by simply even just shifting their branding strategy and just their aesthetics, their colors, like is going to bring in the clients that they want Mm -hmm. is going to actually help them build the business that they want as well. So it's like, that's another piece, like definitely build up certainty in yourself and what you offer with your services, products, whatever it is. 100%. 100%. That was a long little rabbit hole, wasn't it? Oh, my God. I hope you guys are keeping up because that was some straight fire. It fire. was. It was. It was. So I'm going to share last month. Oh, my God. I literally need this. Honestly, group hug. So it turns out being in a healthy relationship is really fucking hard. And I have <laughs> abandonment wounds. I have massive abandonment wounds. And... We're going to end this episode here and we're going to, yes, we have a cliffhanger. So to hear the rest of this episode, there's going to be a part two next week. Okay. So if you love this episode, make sure that you guys tag us. I will link everyone's Instagram in um, the description of this episode. And I cannot wait to share with you guys. (laughs) My dear. (laughs) It's coming. It's next week. Bye guys.